Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The flowers are blooming. The grass is growing. And it's time to chop the weeds. Thanks to our sponsors at Manscaped, you can trim those holes safely and efficiently. I'm talking about ball trimmers, y'all. Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming, have an exclusive offer for the Thomas Island audience. If you use our code... And you'll get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Join the 2 million men who trust Manscaped. They're here to make sure your balls are trimmed and smelling nice. After all, it's time for some spring cleaning. Manscaped has all the tools to get you spring ready. Have you heard about the Weed Whacker? It's a nose and ear hair trimmer that provides proprietary skin safe technology which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. There's no more gross nose hairs flying off into the wind. Plus, the premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor and a 360 degree rotary dual blade system. Manscaped is making it easier than ever to whack your weeds and also to make sure that you have the most confidence while also providing hygiene. Speaking of incredible hygiene, Manscaped has formulations to keep you fresh and ready for everything that comes your way all day. The Crop Preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. It's starting to get hot outside and this is crucial for your balls to stop sticking to your leg. I use it. It's great especially as the summertime gets swampier if you go to manscaped.com right now and use the code tama you'll get 20 percent off and free shipping that's right use the code t-a-m-a for free shipping and 20 percent off at manscaped.com manscaped shave your balls all righty thomas island subscribers and listeners it's week three we're gonna be doing some more questions we're gonna be doing some more answers we are wrapping up season one of thomas island and so we had people from the subscribers people from social media ask whatever questions they had left that they wanted to to hear from tama himself and so tama you ready to just get back to it week three week three all right pop them off let's go hell yeah and this next question we did we did a kind of an episode on this but i we never re- i don't think we really ever touched on this specifically what have you taken from your military experience and your time uh in in the armed forces and what how have you what is what is you brought what have you brought from that into your wrestling career um man i i learned so much from being in the air force uh they're saying in their motto uh, if it still is th- to this day, I'm not mm-hmm. sure if they changed it, but when I was in there, it was, um, you know, integrity first service before self and excellence in all we do. And I, I've always loved that. Mm-hmm. And I, I try, I've, I, f- I'm trying to use that in my everyday life, especially here in wrestling, uh, trying it's, it's the word, you know, mm-hmm. keep on trying to see if I can, but that's, I would say that, you know, I, I've said before discipline, I learned a lot of discipline in the military and, but I've always loved the, uh, you know, uh, integrity first service mm-hmm. before self and excellence in all we do. I like that code. I mean, it's a, 
it's a that's a good code it's not that's not exact excellence in yourself is not exactly something's gonna gonna let you down um so we're gonna we're gonna keep on the military career sort of it's it's this is this is a question that was uh suggested how if so let's say you have a 12 inch clone of osama bin laden how would you torture said 12 inch clone of osama bin laden uh skip skip okay number 20 uh what do you think initially drew fans to bullet club oh oh there's so many things there were so many things but i i think the most obvious would be the logo it's a good logo i mean that 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 skull and cross that's that's so original man Mm -hmm. that's so original and it and i mean look at the look at it people were buying a shirt not even knowing it was a, <laughs> it well, was it, a wrestling faction and it's and, just, and how I, many I, people have copied it that was about to say it, it is one of those shirts that launched a million ripoffs and so it's like yeah. you, you have to you you like even even if you're not a member of bullet club you have to give that logo it's due just yeah. because of i mean this the staying power it's been able to right be able to have so obviously the logo uh, but let's let's a logo Let's go deeper because you're not just the uh, logo. Bullet Club's not just right. the logo. The logo, the um, it was the foreigners doing it big in Japan that mm-hmm. when Americans could see like these Americans doing it so big in Japan. And I think that was uh, something they uh, gravitated to because mm-hmm. it was awesome. Um, another thing was the Bucks. The box was red. Uh, the Bucks was red hot in, on the indie scenes, mm-hmm. and that that they brought over a lot of fans to to watch us um shoot what i mean uh what else it it was just some of our like social media things that we were doing out there this this against the grain type attitude this you know people could it was just cool it was just we were just cool and do you think i mean because part of it is that fans were gravitating towards it but i mean it does feel like what you started wrestlers gravitated towards kind of the mentality that you kind of brought up because bullet club is the first they 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 are able to be bigger than any one company and it yeah. creates this it, it creates a a unity it creates a level of of cool that you can't get in just one company because you're it makes it makes everyone part of something bigger and i think you start mm-hmm. to see whether it's uh like uh, in on the independence there's a, a group called the second gear crew there's always mm-hmm. going to be these these for lack of a better term like clicks in wrestling yeah and it feels like it feels like bullet club was it was one that really taught people that 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 click can also be your hustle you know what i mean because like yeah. you guys you guys built a business out yeah. that is yes a part of new japan but is also its own thing and its own mm-hmm. and so it there is an entrepreneurial spirit to bullet club that i i, I gotta believe some people yeah. are kind of drawn to for sure for um, sure because there is, I mean, for lack of a better term, Bullet Club, you got a lot of, you got a lot of hustlers. You got a lot of people who know how to, <laughs> you got, you yeah. got Udro, you got, uh, yeah. you got guys who know how to, they, who know how to stick around. They know how to yeah. stay 
and not just in, you know, even yourself constantly changing bullet club there. I think there are people that were drawn to early bullet club that aren't drawn to later bullet club. And there are people who are drawn to later bullet club, you know? And so it's, yeah, it, it also, it's longevity can also, uh, and it's, it's different incarnations can kind of, kind of draw people in. Um, and right. speaking, speaking of incarnations, what do you think is the incarnation of bullet club that you enjoyed the most? Oh, um, I would probably just the one right now. It's is something that I'm really excited about because I can I can feel it like formulating. And it's the feeling of like the first time when Bullet Club was was made, we were just coming together, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like this right now, there's something, there's something there. And I, and, and I'm like, okay, Mm. okay. There, there's, there's something here. And, and I, it's that feeling, Mm -hmm. you know, that's what I'm, that's what I'm into. It's, it's like, Oh, I'm excited because there's something there, but, and I, I want to see what's going to happen, it, you know? And, it's, and uh, is it, is it that it's, I mean, cause we're, cause we're talking about the incarnations of bull club. The, the current one is, is the one that's the most animate. I mean, it's the most alive, yeah. like, cause the, the AJ style, the phenomenal era is always there. You can't change that. You can't change yeah. the elite era, but what's going yeah. on right now is still malleable. Yeah. It's still, yeah. it's still animate. Um, and so yeah. it's, is it the possibilities maybe that's kind of like, yeah. What, okay. It's the possibilities. And Cause, because that's the feeling I felt what at the beginning, it was the mm-hmm. possibilities. If we all just start busting our ass, if we all start doing this, doing that, trying this, trying that, that's what I feel like we're at right now. And, because it it does feel like you're at this point where where Bullet Club has, like you like we've said, you've got the establishment guys like Gato and yeah. Giotto, and so now it's a, it's become this legitimate platform that you've built it into for guys mm-hmm. like like Jay White, for Evil, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. for Kenta. They are they have pretty much reinvented themselves through mm-hmm. through Bullet Club, and so the fact that people can still can still kind of make themselves you know, become yeah. the best version of themselves in Bullet Club, despite the fact that it's been going on for so long. The fact that it's, yeah. it's still able to, like, I, I feel like there is as much, there's much possibility for Jay White as there was for, for Prince Devitt, as there was yeah. for anyone else. And so the fact that they still have that. that, it, that even like, even with Kenta coming mm-hmm. in last year, you know, and the, and the, the steam that he's building for himself right now, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and even evil coming in this year, you're like, these are, these are heavy hitters. Yep. You know, these are heavy hitters and, and bullet club is that platform for these guys to, re, you know, to take, take it to that next level mm-hmm. to grow into that next level, you know? And, and, I'm excited because you're like, oh shit, we got heavy hitters on this team right now. It's and it's it's, and they're still it's still such raw material because it's still such yeah. a new version of Bullet Club that like yep. if, 
if if your raw material is this version of Jay White, is this version yeah. of Evil, is this version of yeah. Penta, imagine what happens when it finally like coalesces, when you finally uh-huh. when when what is building right now takes shape. There's I, you're on to something. This you know, with, with with Evil coming in and Jay doing what he did to create that like, ooh, there's a little tension going on. It and you're like, okay, and I loved it. And of course, I'm going to stir the pot because this is the kind of thing that I'm into. I'm like, all right, you know, and then to uh, to see what Jay White did at at, uh, um, uh, 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 a power struggle. Yeah, power struggle. You know that, you know, for for a split second there, you you we were he was just about to prove everybody Mm -hmm. right with a civil with a civil war. But he turned it and helped out evil. So that to me, I'm like, okay. Here we go. Mm-hmm. All and right. I, they patched it, it up and here we go. And I, I think it, especially because it's like you said, you have heavy hitters. You have, for lack of a better term, you have egos in Bullet Club right now. Yeah. I mean, Jay, you have Jay White, oh, yeah. you have Evil, you have. So the fact that you have these big personalities that can still work together in mm-hmm. ways that, let's face it, big personalities don't usually work well with others. People with yes. egos don't usually have the wherewithal to to maybe say yes i want to screw with evil but he's my he's my he's my teammate he's my he's yeah. my guy and so there is it it it's just it's very interesting to see those it's interesting to see those heavy hitters tama summer is over fall is here and you know, with fall, with everything layering up, I have found that it means that my junk gets more swampy, not less swampy. <laughs> Man, you get those layers on in the fall. No, winter. that's right. That's right. More clothes, more heat generation. Mm-hmm. You're going to get swampy. You're going to get yep. musky. You got to stay groomed. You got to get trimmed. You got to find a way to, to keep everything neat and tidy down there. And the folks at Manscaped have pretty much given you everything you need to maintain. Oh, I'm loving it. I'm loving the, the preserve. Observer, I use that on a regular basis, and I understand right now going into fall, I'm going to need even more. Manscaped has been working for a long time to make sure that you're able to do that, and that's why they've redesigned their electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent the past 18 months perfecting the greatest fall hair trimmer ever created, and they just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3. Oh, this is the third generation of their ball trimmer. It's cutting edge ceramic blade is going to reduce all grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. Manscaped obsessed over their technology, giving you the best tools possible for your grooming experience, whether it be the Lawnmower 3.0 or the ingredients and all their other products. Tama, tell them about these. Yo, yo, best ingredients in the game, all right? They're, they got scientists, they got mad scientists putting this together for you, for the preserver, for the reviver, for the duster. They got everything for you guys. Look, guys, when I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes to groom your junk. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor. This thing is not going to get caught. It's not going to get stuck. It's going to make sure that that you're going to have a a clean and crisp trim down there. All right? So if you're listening to me speak right now, you are one of the first people to hear about this life-changing product, and I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours. We're going to give you 20% off plus free shipping if you use the code Tama over at manscaped.com. That's right, 20% off plus free shipping with the the code Tama. That's again, Tama over at manscaped.com. You're going to get 20% off 
free shipping. And if you screenshot it, we might send you a prize package. Level up your hygiene, because folks, I don't know if you know this, but when when everything's clean down there, she's going to want to make your G1 climax. Manscaped, your boss will thank you. Alrighty, so we were talking about the the heavy hitters that you got in Bullet Club. Let's let's add some heavy hitters to it. Let's do some hypotheticals here. If you could pick right. three legends in their prime that could you could see maybe fitting into Bullet Club, who would those who would those three legends be? Now, obviously, legend is is up to you. We're not gonna it it's yeah. it's a full blown alive, dead, whoever. Uh, muscle. I would probably get Sid Vicious. Ooh, I'll, okay. I, I I like him. I like mm-hmm. his height. He, he was just, um, yeah, Sid Vicious. Uh, uh, personality slash worker. Probably Ted DiBiase. Ooh, I you know Bullet, Bullet Club, Club Ted money guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> money guy. The Bullet and Club then, billionaire. <laughs> Yeah, and then like I think if I had a uh, somebody that could still work but was very like not a notch down from them, I'd probably get Rick Martel. Ooh, I think he his, his yeah yeah no I I can totally see Rick Martel in Bullet Club yeah like because he's yeah. got that he's especially when he was in that model era yeah. like just yeah. oh get the yeah. get him in those wayfarers and a bullet club uh-huh. team oh that's yeah i can definitely see yeah. that sid vicious yeah. also a great call just yeah. cuz yeah cuz he's not like like i feel like when if bullet club is going to have a big guy that's not fale yeah. he can't be yeah. shouty and and sid doesn't yell sid he's got yeah. that very kind of intensity to him yeah yeah Ooh. And then Ted DiBiase, you just can't argue with ever. I mean, period. Yeah, we need a money guy. Oh, yeah. A money guy is always good in the club. You can't, you can't argue with him as a money guy. You can't argue with him as a worker. I mean, just Ted DiBiase. Yeah. Put him yeah. in every faction. Um, while while we're, we're talking Bullet Club members, and since we're, since we're making all these combinations, this is a very interesting idea someone has had. So you, you yeah. have seven people from Bullet Club's past. So a seven-man Bullet Club all-star team what what yeah. who would be the seven members of that that bullet club all-star team oh shit yeah see i i can't it's tough i mean especially I, with <sighs> um and i and i hate to to be bland about this but i've got to pick the team right now I, just yeah. because, just because they're so raw, and I don't know what they're. If I pick the other guys, it'll be so unfair for our guys right now because I just feel like they've got so much to to grow into and to be more to. Like Jay White still got like ah, shit. Ishimori. No, and I I get what you mean because like especially with the fact that you've still got you still got you and and T. You've still got yeah. Fale. You've st- yeah. it, it's it is for lack of a better term there the bullet club has always had all stars in it like there are these through lines that you can kind yeah of, and so it and i'll see if this question was asked to me after i was done 
yep. the Bullet Club, I can answer it. Yep. But it, I'm still in it, and I and my focus is on this team and, and this team is like and I, I i if i don't believe this team is the all-star then mm-hmm. we shouldn't have this team that's a good point yeah. it's and it's it is it really is a good team i mean especially when you, you consider the history you've got ishimori and kenta who are i mean they are noah legends these are guys who yeah. go all the way back to the all japan dojo and so yes. it goes beyond just new japan Right, Dick Togo and his his entire career with Michinoku Pro with with uh-huh. the the Japanese indie scene. I mean that Gato and Jado are legends. I mean you really right. do have this 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 murderer's row of of people in Bullet I, Club right now. That it, I feel like I feel like right now we're more organized than we than Bullet Club, Bullet Club has ever been because now we have mentors. Yep, before. It was just a bunch of guys just running ham, right? And if I can, if I can interject here, I feel like Bullet Club, especially, especially after the first phase, has yeah. always been an all-star team. Like, it's always yeah. been the all-stars of, yeah. of who you think are the, the foreign all-stars of wrestling. Yeah. Like, even when, like yeah. Cody, even when Cody Rhodes left WWE... He joined Bullet Club because he felt like mm-hmm. he was an all-star. He felt like it was, mm-hmm. you know, it became this, it became this badge of honor to be a, yeah. a member of Bullet Club. And so I, it does, yeah. it does almost feel like its own kind of its its own all-star team. And again, it especially now that you've got the Japanese wrestlers in it as well, it does feel yeah. like the the all-star. It, it, it's a good team. It's a really good team right now, and it can only get better. Um, speaking of getting better, what is your uh, what is your workout plan now that you're you're back in Japan? I mean, obviously you don't want to give away the whole game, but like, what what yeah, is? Uh, I'm just doing high reps of everything, trying to build yeah. up muscle endurance uh, to make sure that I'm I can go. You know, gotcha. And, so it's it's all about like the stamina, the the yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. All about just making making sure that whatever whatever they throw at you, they you can you can be ready for it. Um what were your favorite promotions that aren't New Japan that you've that you've worked for? So whether it's it's your independent time, when just your whole career, the non New Japan promotions that really stuck stuck out to you, what were they? Uh, okay. So so I've liked all of them. I worked for ROH. Oh. Yeah. I worked for uh, CMLL. They they have you know their highs, mm-hmm. uh, my favorites in there. But um, but the one that I that I really had fun was at the beginning of my career when I wrestled in Puerto Rico for uh, WWC. Okay. Just because um, the it was so old school mm-hmm. that they were still doing things that that were done in the eighties. The, they matched the stories that my dad would tell me, like mm-hmm. locker rooms were split, baby faces in one side, heels on the other side. And we didn't meet each other, see each other until we're in the ring. So the ref would tell us to finish inside the, inside our match. Mm-hmm. And so everything else was just on, on call, you know? Wow. Uh, yeah. So, so that, that sounds like very kind of trial by fire. I mean, and you, yeah. you, said, you said that it's, it's still the way that they were doing it when your dad was wrestling down there. Did that, yeah. did that kind of create this unspoken, I mean, maybe it's spoken, maybe it's unspoken, this new kind of understanding of what your dad had to, had to do? Or, uh, yes, yes. 
what I was more, it was just, you, you lived, I lived, mm -hmm. uh, and was part of something that, that used to be done in wrestling that you don't see anymore, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I've never seen that. I've never done that after that anywhere. My travels around the world, I've never, I, there's no way. And what made it difficult in, in Puerto Rico and, and, and challenging was that a lot of the guys didn't speak English and yeah. I didn't speak Spanish. I mean, I knew a little bit of Spanish. I took Spanish yeah. in high school and I just like, it's just get by bullshit words and curse words. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that everything else, uh, you yeah. know, you, you just met in the ring and you, and you just wrestled and I was green. I didn't know. I know I didn't know shit about F, you know, and, yep. and I just, uh, you was just told to finish and, and hope you understood what that meant. And mm -hmm. that's it. So I, it was fun because mm -hmm. you, 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 you felt other, like, especially when you were in there with like a, uh, like a veteran. I remember uh, if you're in Puerto Rico, if you know the Puerto Rican scene, these two uh, tag team guys called thunder and lightning, mm -hmm. they've been working there for a very long time. And uh, you know, they, they were kind enough to show me the ropes inside the ring and you just felt them. They'll, they'll just say, Hey, stay still, you know, and then they'll do something. All I do is just stand still or, you mm -hmm. know, lay still. And they would do, and you learn things, uh, mm -hmm. calling things on the fly. You learn just to feel what they're going to do. And uh, that was fun, especially at the beginning of my career. That mm -hmm. was really fun. Cause then it took like, I was so nervous. I was so like, I mean, I was about to throw up before every match, but once you got in there, and yep. it, it was it was fun. It was they made it fun, and you enjoyed wrestling, and you're like, damn, this is so much fun. After you're done, you're just like, shit, I could do this shit all, you know, again yep. and again. Um, yeah. So that's that was that territory. That was fun. WWC, right. man. All right, well, stick stick World wrestling council. Wow. It. I mean, it and it is. It's a historic. It's a historic, legendary. Uh, it's a legendary promotion. So just even, even kind of cutting your teeth there. That's that's such a, a badge of honor to mm -hmm. so to speak. But stick stick with your your younger self. Stick with you in in Puerto Rico and on the indie scene. If you can go back in time and give any advice to the younger you, what would that advice be? What would you, what would you tell yourself? <sighs> Oh shit! That, nothing. I, I don't think anything. Yeah. I think I think I just let me go through the gauntlet all over again, just because I, because <laughs> he just that that was the yeah. way I learned. Mm -hmm. That was the way I learned. And I I I feel like when I'm ready to learn something, I would it will be my time to learn it. Mm -hmm. I I I don't want to give myself any cheat codes or anything. Okay. I, I, you know, just just go through it, man you know that's, get to the other side it's hey sometimes the only way out is through you gotta you gotta yeah. push you gotta push and that's i mean that's yeah. that's 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 the dream is to be able to to look back and say you know the every even even the bumps in the road made me yeah. got me to where i am uh and i mean speaking of that road what is what's your proudest personal accomplishment not wrestling we're get to wrestling what's your proudest personal accomplishment for yourself not wrestling yeah because that's Is a separate it? that's a separate question uh we'll get to oh. that next let's start with your person let's start with what's your your biggest personal accomplishment oh, 
Shit. Um. Uh. So. I I I don't know. Being able, I'm still alive, and 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 uh, and I, good. I, and and you know, and mm-hmm. starting a family, having two kids, I think that's my biggest um one. There is just starting a family, and mm-hmm. I I just never saw myself in the, in the past. I was like, I, uh, nah, I don't want any kids. I don't. But then you get older, and you're like, I think I'm ready, and mm-hmm. then you you just you just dive in and. <laughs> I got two beautiful kids now and, and a beautiful wife and that's been my my greatest achievement thus far. Hey, hey, breath in your lungs and a happy family. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. <laughs> all right. And now, I mean, we we teased it. What's your what's your proudest wrestling accomplishment? I mean, we've talked about walking down the aisle in Madison Square Garden, but what's yeah. what's the biggest wrestling um accomplishment for 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 you? Earning that contract with New Japan, yeah. When they they yeah. finally it, the twenty sixteen they, they 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 put pen yeah. to paper and they said we we're, we're yeah. going with yeah. you. Took me six years, but that was yeah. six years of hard work, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and to to earn that contract was so damn sweet. And then and then to earn that second contract mm-hmm. was even sweeter. I mean, I was about to say they've taken they've taken pretty good care of you since not just yeah. even not even just that contract. I mean, it sounds like they were taking pretty good care of you before the the contract. They were still you know honoring and stuff yeah. like that. But uh, it's like it's you know earning that contract is is you're a made man now. You know mm-hmm. you're you're one of them. You've you put in the work, you put in the time, and especially as a foreigner, you know, you know, because it's not just the contracts, just the outside thing it's their whole way their whole way of being new japan it's mm-hmm. being a part of them part of their whole deal and and the contract is just the final stamp they're like you're one of us it's that's that's pretty good and and like you said that first contract's good that second contract yeah. that's yeah that's life right there i mean that's that's pretty pretty damn that's it for this week. We'll be back for one final Q&A next week here on Thomas Island. As we head into the fall and say goodbye to summer, we still need to remain vigilant in the fight against COVID-19. Most indoor spaces require face coverings when you enter. In fact, most places require face coverings whenever you leave the house. While we're all trying to remain safe and keep those around us safe as well, we should also attempt to remain stylish. We still have Tamatanga double layered face masks available for a very limited time and in a very limited quantity at cutt.ly backslash Tamamask. These washable masks come in a set of three so you can change your look up daily. You change your shirt every day, you change your pants every day, why not change your mask as well? Rep your favorite wrestler, mask up properly on top of it. We've got less than 10 sets available and once they're gone, they're not coming back. So head to cutt.ly backslash Tomamask for your three-pack of three different Tomatonga masks right now.